honesty hour, I did not know what I was doing in regards to launching this podcast. And I wouldn't have been able to do it without Anchor. Anchor makes starting a podcast super, super easy and allows you to not only use their platform to distribute the podcast, but you can even go on your phone or computer and record and edit the podcast right on their platform. Best of all, it's totally, totally free. So if you're interested in starting a podcast, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Hey everyone, welcome to the Urban Misfits show. I am Kylie Page. I am the new marketing assistant intern for the Misfits. And I'm so excited that our guest today is Danica Tramberg. She is Miss Wisconsin USA 2019. And I can't wait to hear her story and have you guys hear it as well. All right, so I am with Danica. Thank you so much for joining me on this podcast. I'm so excited to have you. Um, I want to talk a little bit about Concordia. We graduated, or you graduated from the same college I am currently going to, and you graduated in three and a half years. That is amazing. So you graduated with a bachelor in sports and entertainment business. Can you tell me a little bit about about that? Yeah, absolutely. So I actually started... Concordia. I totally thought I was going to be going for four years. And um, while I was there, I began playing basketball also at Concordia. And then I kind of just switched gears and I went into like total like career mode. Super excited to just kind of get started um, working towards my career aspirations. And so I actually had to quit basketball so I could focus on that. Um, Ended up graduating in three and a half years with a degree in sport and entertainment business um, which I would love to use to eventually further my career um, sideline reporting. And while I was in school as well, I also maintained three internships. Wow. Um, one, one was with Lammy Sports Management downtown Milwaukee, actually. Super fun internship. I worked with special events. We worked a lot with the Packers um, and the local sports teams. Uh, I also worked at the U.S. Open, which was an incredible experience because how often does something like that come to Wisconsin? Right. Um, and so that was incredible just to see the crowds of people. Um, I worked out at the Super Bowl in Minnesota this past year. I also worked for the Lakeshore Chinooks. That was another internship. And another experience I was able to have while at Concordia, um, it was called an experiential learning trip when I went out to Los Angeles and worked with the National Basketball Wives Association. That's amazing. It was so, so neat. It actually, um, it made me super passionate about human trafficking. So how that all kind of goes together is that we were out there working on some philanthropic initiatives with them, um, as that that's what their organization is all about. And while we were there, we were at a safe house and we actually got to hear from survivors, see sting operations happening um, in real time. And it was just incredibly eye-opening. And you're also really passionate about the Alzheimer's Association as well. Absolutely. So I guess switching gears a little bit. Yep. Um, I had a platform as Miss Wisconsin United States 2017 as with Alzheimer's awareness. Um, while I held that title, I worked with Wisconsin, the Wisconsin Southeastern chapter. Um, and really my main focus was spreading awareness and raising funds I had a grandmother that passed with Alzheimer's and he just saw the incredible effect it had on the family members and how devastating and sad that was. Um, And now as Miss Wisconsin USA 2019, um, my platform is human trafficking um, and anti-trafficking. And I'm just super excited to get started. And it's a newer passion of mine, 
but it's been about a year and I've learned so, so much. And I've already gotten involved in my hometown, which is in Washington County, um, where my mom and I actually monthly go to these meetings. Uh, it's called Washington County Anti-Trafficking Advocates. Very cool. And it's, it's just, it's really kind of scary to see how close it is to home. Um, but I'm really proud to have this title and to be able to go out my year holding um, this platform. It's amazing that you can use your platform for something so much greater and like working with these organizations. It's such an amazing experience and just opportunity that you can do that. So thank you so much for working with these organizations and like getting the voice out there because that's Mm -hmm. something that's obviously not always heard. But I also do want to talk about um, how busy you are (laughs) because since being crowned in September, you have done 10 appearances, yeah, (laughs) approximately two a week. And on top of that, which normal people, obviously, that's incredibly busy just with that. But then um, you also work full time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So tell me, how do you manage your time as working full time, doing appearances and holding your title? Yeah, I people think I'm crazy. Yeah, (laughs) um, it totally I think my time management has come from being an athlete my whole life. I've really had to work on balancing a social life, school, homework, um, and then practice. So that's really where my good time management and organization has come from. Um, I do work full time, five days a week. Um, oftentimes, especially this time of year, we're traveling crazy amounts. I just got back from Nashville. We're going to Vegas next week, and then I'll be in Arizona. So oh not only <laughs> is it busy at work, I have a busy home life. Um, but I oftentimes I think people look at busy as a negative thing, but I really, really look at it as an opportunity. And I'm really fortunate to be busy because not everyone has that opportunity. And so it's hard to manage for sure. But mm-hmm. I have an awesome family that I'm super close to. And my mom is just the greatest supporter. And so she really helps me whenever I need it. Just need like a pick me up because it can get exhausting. Um, but yeah, I I just do what I can. I know you only have a year with this title and I just want to take full advantage of it. So if that means not getting much sleep or whatever it is, um, I think it's totally worth it. And I know that I'm making a positive impact in the process. So what are you excited for coming up? What are you working on? Um, let me think. There's so much. <laughs> um, I actually just met with an organization in Milwaukee called Exploit No More, which is an anti-trafficking organization. Um, that works a lot with um, youth in in trafficking and trying to get them out of that life. Um, I actually was just met with them yesterday, and I was able to award them some funds for their organization. They have a ton of cool things coming up. Um, they're trying to build homes for survivors and things like that. And so along those lines, I also was just asked to be on their subcommittee for their marketing team for their organization. So I'm really, really excited about that since... That is actually my job. I am a marketing specialist, and I'll be able to use my talents to do something that's greater than than just work. No, that's amazing. Um, I also heard you were top 15 um, for the Miss Wisconsin USA pageant two years before you are finally selected. So I just want to know how you kept focused, and you obviously attained your goal, mm-hmm. but like, how did you stay focused and do that? Because obviously you be let down. So why yeah. did you keep with it? Absolutely. I, so I competed for Miss Wisconsin USA 
two times before winning actually. And I was in the top 15 both times. That first year, I was just super happy to have accomplished that. The second year, I'm just very competitive in nature. So I was like, wow, really? Like, I was just kind of bummed and it really kind of lit a fire under my butt. And I was like, you know what? I I can do this. Like, I I know I, I have what it takes. Um, so I took another year off and I competed at Miss United States. And that was mostly like a confidence builder for me, actually. Um, I don't know what it was in those few years, but I kind of, I almost lost my sense of self a little bit. I was um, not as confident as I had been. And so I really took that time to focus on who I was as a person, what I stood for. I took a lot of time reading, which sounds silly, but I don't know what it was. I just, I read my devotional books all the time and I, I read those silly self-help books, but they're so motivational. (laughs) And I just really took you know, time for me and time for silence and reflection. And that's when I learned the most about myself. And I just, I knew there was something different this year in me and it really showed on stage. And I know that I have a a very, very strong faith and I know that, um, it was definitely part of it. That's amazing. And you also talked a lot about your support system. So I want to know more about that and how you got into the whole pageant world and how that Mm -hmm. plays a part of who you are today. Yeah, my older sister actually, she's 14 years older than me. Yeah. Um, but we're like best friends still. And she competed in Miss Wisconsin USA. Runs in the family. A while ago, yes. And um, I never really thought about it. Um, I obviously, like, I was a three sport athlete like in high school. And yeah, totally. So different. Totally. Um, and then I stopped and I was like, man, I really need, like, I told you I'm like always busy all the time. So yeah. I was like, I really need something else to focus on. And my mom was like, why don't you just try it? And I was like, okay, yeah, what do I have to lose? Like, for and sure. How old were you? Um, I did I did a pageant once when I was little, but I don't think that counts. <laughs> um, so when I first competed for USA, I was, I think you have to be 18 for the Miss. So that's when you would say that you really started? For sure. On this journey? Absolutely. Okay. And that's right when I um, finished college basketball. Um, so I started doing that and... It was awesome. My family was always at like every single sporting event I ever did. And all of a sudden they like switched to like a pageant family. And it's just so funny to see and so awesome to watch. I have three little nephews and they like absolutely love coming to the competitions. It's hilarious. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So would you say your biggest role model is your sister, your mom? Who do you really look up to? Yeah, I know it's super cliche, but I totally look up to my mom. I just, she has so many words of wisdom to give me. Um, she's always kind of like that steady knowledge, like that rock that's always there. Um, but besides that, you know, my whole family, like I just feel like we're so close knit and I take bits and pieces from everyone a little bit because I think everyone has something to offer and they all have different opinions. And even though we're all from the same family, they're all a little different. And so I like to take a little piece of all of them. No, that's awesome. Um, so one of my favorite quotes that I wanted to share with you was from John Green and it states one day you're 17 and you're planning for someday and then quietly without ever really noticing someday is today and this is your life. So when I heard this quote, it's always stuck with me. And when I found out that I'm doing this podcast with you, I started thinking about that more because when you're young, you obviously idolize these women who have such passion for organizations and they work with the USA pageants, how does that quote affect you? Because obviously 
when you were little, did you ever think that you were going to be Miss Wisconsin USA? No, I still don't think I'm Miss Wisconsin right. USA. Right. <laughs> so I just like, I want to hear like how this affects you yeah. and where you want to take it. Yeah, absolutely. I think every day seriously is a journey. And no, I never thought I would be in this moment right now, but do we even know what we're doing tomorrow? Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I just, I really focus on taking every day at a time. Otherwise I know that I would be incredibly overwhelmed. Um, and so when I go and I talk to youth or whatever it may be with this title, I always remember, or I always remind people that, you know, every day is a gift every day, even if yesterday was not as great as you wish, like you have a whole new day to start over. You never know what the future can bring and just keep being true to yourself. Um, I think that's the biggest advice I would give people is just really authentically being you mm-hmm. because people are going to like you for who you are. And if you're being someone else or, you know, why, what is your purpose? And I really think that's the best way to go about, you know, living the rest of your life and even the next day is just authentically being you and always striving to be the best you can be in every situation. That's awesome. Speaking of purpose, I want to talk about your blog because you're an amazing writer. Thank you. So Perfect Your Purpose is your blog. So tell me a little bit more about how you got started with that and why you do it. Yeah. So people, I didn't really, I didn't really know right away, like, why did I start this? Um, And then I, I just reflected on it and it was truly after Um, My dad had a heart attack last summer and it really kind of took me back and it made me think like you don't take anything for granted. And I'm always like thinking these things and I like always have these deep thoughts and people laugh at me because I'm like, why is like the sky blue? But like seriously, like I have these like really ridiculous questions because I'm just like thinking about the world. So I was like, you know what, why don't I like share my experiences with people? Um, I always tried to write a journal and I never could quite like keep it up. So I was like, if I write a blog, perfect way to be accountable for something. So I I really started it after that life-changing moment after my dad had his heart attack. And it's called Perfect Your Purpose because I think we're all trying to find our purpose in life. And I think we're all a little bit more similar than we realize, but people don't see it that way. And so people oftentimes think I'm like perfect or whatever it may be. And I'm like, you guys know, like we are literally like so much more like than you think. And so that really motivated me to kind of share my experiences. Like I go through heartache, you know, I go through times of confusion. Um, I, I go through times where I'm sad and things don't go my way. And to kind of just share that experience and figure out like, what is going to be my purpose throughout that? And so I really think my purpose was to talk to everyone in a way where they can figure out what their unique talents and gifts are and use them to perfect their purpose in life. That's amazing. Um, So jumping now to another topic. Yeah. So what were you, well, what will you do if you win the title of Miss USA? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Well, I think the whole reason I really, really, wanted to be Miss Wisconsin USA was so I could use this platform as um, like a larger voice to spread awareness for anti-trafficking. And so I think the best part about this topic that I'm so passionate about and have already done so much with, which I'm really excited for, um, is that it's not just statewide, but it's nationwide and eventually it's international. 
So my goal totally as Miss USA would be to just keep spreading awareness of anti-trafficking. That's and amazing. I know that it's such a hard thing to put a stop to, but we have to start. And people are so intimidated to talk about it because it's sort of uncomfortable. And so I think that's my biggest goal is to just break the the silence about this horrific crime against humanity and start talking about it. Um, and then for Miss USA, it goes to Miss Universe. So that would be even a greater platform to spread that. And you would still be with the same organization because you're so passionate about that? Um, absolutely. So right now I, I work with several different organizations kind of in the area that deal with anti-trafficking. So it's not really one in particular. It's um, it's just the overall idea of of bringing awareness to anti-trafficking. So if you are Miss USA, where do you want to end up? Where do you want to live? What do you want to experience? What do you want to do? Yeah. So as Miss USA, they actually move you out to New York okay. for your year. Um, from there, you know, it's so hard to say. I try not to have too many expectations or plans because I know my plans are always interrupted. And every time I try to make plans, God's like, no, that's not right. Like I have different plans for you. So I'm really like really easygoing. Go with the flow. Um, but, you know, I totally would love to con- even if I even if I didn't have this title and even if I didn't make Miss win Miss USA, I would still continue um, working with this platform of mine because it's really that important to me. And I would still continue working towards my career goals of being a sideline reporter um, because my passion still is basketball and sports and being in that realm, too. So why sideline reporting? What got you into that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> people always said I would be good at it. So I was like, all right, you guys are kind of feeding my ego right now. But <laughs> I mean, you're great in front of the camera, Thank obviously. You. <laughs> talking in front of people. Thank you. Um, really just my love for sports. Like I grew up playing and I love the energy when you get into arena, the arena and people are just so excited and my job as a silent reporter would be to like show that excitement to the fans at our home. And I think that's such a kind of a cool responsibility you have as a silent reporter. Um, and just to be obviously knowledgeable about the sport, which I feel like I'd be most knowledgeable about basketball. So, I so would, that's end goal for end you. goal. And I actually like college basketball more. So that would be Very like cool. really, really cool to do. Yeah. Like, I don't know for Wisconsin or Marquette. I, I love Wisconsin. Of course, too. I'd like represent. to stay there, but right. um, yeah, I'd really like to work for like the Big Ten or ESPN. Who knows? Well, yeah, with sport and <laughs> entertainment business, does that coincide with your job now? Yeah, so I'm a marketing specialist at a company called Capco Metal Stamping, which is kind of funny because I barely do anything with metal stamping. Um, it's so hard to explain my career to people, but there's seven other entities that I'm doing marketing for. One, which is a baseball team, a performance car company, a record company in Nashville and an entertainment company. And so I'm definitely working my sport and entertainment side of my degree with the record company. Um, that's why I was just in Nashville. We were doing work with them. We have a performance car company, which actually deals a lot with entertainment because we have clients like Brantley Gilbert and if you're a country fan, um, Robert Downey Jr. So, wow. yeah, so they're like high profile. Big um, names. Yeah. So it's really, really cool because we do everything from, yeah, I 
I do social media for manufacturing, but the next day I'm going to Nashville hosting a pop-up concert for Brantley Gilbert. So that's crazy. <laughs> it's just crazy. And I couldn't ask for a better first job out of school. It and really, so much travel. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I, that's everyone's that. dream. Yeah. Okay, so then where's your favorite place you've ever been that your job has taken you? Oh, that my job's taken me? I love Nashville. Me too. <laughs> I, like if I could move anywhere, I'd move to Tennessee. Maybe yep. definitely outside of Nashville, but – um, yeah, I just, I love the South. I love their accents. Oh, breaks. I like my heart. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the, my favorite place I work's ever taken me. Okay. That's cool. So then with work, do you, how long do you plan on staying there? Do you have uh, any future that you want to keep going there? Or yeah. That- you know, it's, I love my job so much. Um, and I love the people I work, work with, which makes it all that much better. Can you do any sideline reporting with them? I don't know if they do that. Yeah. Or- so we have really a good relationship with the Bucks. And so I hope to kind of break into that side of things. Um, and they're so, so supportive of my title um, and me, you know, reaching my personal goals as well, that they know what my personal career goals are too. So they're really, really supportive with that aspect of it. So then what happens? You get time off when you go compete or like, how does that work? Yeah. They're like, are you going to quit, Danica? I was like, no, you guys, I'm staying. Like I have to make an income too. <laughs> um, it's like, I don't get paid <laughs> otherwise, if, unless I'm not working. Um, so yeah, no, they're just really, really supportive of, of me doing this. And they're so excited that it's been awesome. They've been awesome with, you know, trying to balance this and work at the same time. So how old were you or how advanced in this process were you when you got this job? Um, I just got my job in February. Okay. Yeah. So it's been, it's still under a year. It's fairly new. Um, and then I was crowned So they knew about you competing and. Yeah. Well, I actually didn't even know if I was going to be competing until like summertime. (laughs) I just didn't know if I was like ready, but it really turned out that I was. Um, so yeah, they but they were really excited about it. They didn't really know much about pageants until I like started filling them in on it. So personally, growing up watching these pageants on TV, seeing all these girls dressed up in their gowns and coming out and they're looking amazing. <laughs> so are you guys close? What is it like? I I don't know if there's any type yeah. of like rivalry or if it's friendships or what is that all like? Yeah, it's crazy because there's so many stereotypes about pageants and I, you know, I've had them myself. Like, I don't blame people. My knowledge comes from this congeniality. <laughs> yeah, so I love it. all I'm going on. Um, but actually, no, it's crazy. Some of my best friends have come from pageants. They're just such an incredible group of women that are dedicated, de- determined. They know what they want to do with their life. They're so driven um, and they just know that they're so supportive and they know that there's enough room in this world for everyone to be successful and they really, really stand behind each other. To support each other. Absolutely. That's amazing. So it's, it's been awesome. Obviously like once in a while you have some bad seeds, but that's anything in life. And that's just, you know, something you learn, learn to deal with. Um, but absolutely my, I can count endlessly like the number of friends I've made I we have like this whole group chat with all the winners so far and like for Miss USA like class of 2019 and we're like they're like planning girls trips and stuff like it's so exciting that's awesome yeah but I mean coming from a sports background obviously with you in basketball Mm -hmm. when you play basketball against people you're competitive you're aggressive (laughs) you usually don't like the people that you're competing against just because you know it's competitive nature so what is that like when you're competing against them? Do you have any type of spite against them? Or are you just like really trying to work together 
and it's yeah no it's so interesting because it's very different. I didn't, I thought it was kind of going to be the same sort of feeling of competition and of it's really not. Well, side note, they called me hack a shack when I played basketball because I was like extremely aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was used to like playing club basketball where we got, um, like extra amount of fouls during tournaments. So that's oh, interesting, okay. but, um, <laughs> no, it's like a di- way different type of competition. Um, you really are just focusing on yourself. You're not focusing on anyone else. And that's the main difference. You're not um, comparing yourself to other people or you shouldn't be anyway because judging is so subjective. They could pick a new winner, different day, different circumstances, you know, new girl, new judges. Um, So you're really just striving to be your best self and all you can do is put your best foot forward. And if they don't see you to be fit this year, it's just not meant to be. Um, So that's what I've learned most about it. Have you been competing against the same girls or is it new every year? I know you've been Um, trying for some time now. Yeah. So this is third time's a charm. This is my Mm -hmm. third time. Um, (laughs) Yeah, there's definitely, there's like a handful of girls that are there every year, Um, but there's always new people too. And I would encourage anyone to do it because it, like for me, it totally got me out of my comfort zone. And I think it's a great way to kind of practice your confidence, your public speaking. Um, But yeah, I was actually standing at, for like before I won with another girl named Tika, we've competed together every year. Um, and we've actually been really, really good friends. So it was kind of awesome to be standing there with her. I was just like, girl, like I'm excited. Like we're both here right now. Whatever is meant to be is meant to be like, I know we're, we'll both be good representatives. You can have that mindset and be so supportive of one another when you've been working for this for so long. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I think is so great because you can really preach, never give up because you truly didn't. Mm -hmm. It took you years to get where you are because Mm -hmm. you never gave up. So I think that's such an amazing message that you can share because you've been there and done that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really cool. So with that being said, I want to talk about quotes. I'm a huge quote person. I am too. I love quotes. (laughs) So what is something that you live by and you like a mantra, something that you tell yourself to just get yourself going? To get myself going. Putting me on the spot right now. (laughs) (laughs) I uh, literally have so many quotes and I'm drawing a blank right now. But, um, wow. I I walk past this one actually every day in my house because my mom put it up right on the stairs. Uh, (laughs) And it's, um, you can be anything you want to be today but choose to be kind. And I think that's something that that I, I try to live by as much as I can, just because it's so true. Like you choose to be kind. And I think that's one of the biggest things that kind of carries you throughout life is when you're kind to people, um, you get kindness in return and no one gets hurt when you're just being nice to people. And, you know, whether it be just a smile when you're walking by somebody, um, or you take the time to have a conversation with someone, it could totally change someone's day. And so, just those little things like that means a lot. And that's definitely a, a quote that I live by. Okay. So now we have quote that you live by. Mm-hmm. So I want to also know who is someone that you look to for, to follow their advice, to like practice what they preach, a public figure, someone yeah. that's a staple in your life other than, you know, family, yeah. your mom, sister, other than that. Um, I worked with Donald Driver for a wow. while and he always – host a charity gala, um, the Driven to Achieve Awards. And just from hearing him speak, 
Um, at many occasions, I've really found him to be someone who is like super inspiring because he is in the public eye, has been for a long time, and he continues to be himself. He has great integrity and he has a great charisma about him. Um, he is so nice. Um, everyone he meets, like his smile just lights up a room. Um, and he, you know, he, he wants to give back to, like, he always says he's so blessed to be where he is today and that he wants to, you know, give back where he can. And so I think he's definitely someone that I look up to. And obviously I can tell that you follow that as well with working with all yeah, these different organizations and helping out wherever you can. So it's awesome that the person that you look up to, you really just take that to heart mm-hmm. and it shows. But that's all I can say for this time. But thank you so much for being on this podcast. One last question I do have yeah. is what makes you a misfit? Oh, my gosh. Everything. <laughs> I think we're also like quirky and unique in our own ways. Um, yeah, I that's a funny question. I can touch my tongue to my nose. Um, <laughs> oh, very cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just think it's like a little bit of everything because no one's the same. And is there anything that makes you go against the grain of, you know, society and makes you different? Obviously you are the Miss Wisconsin USA, (laughs) so that's different from everyone, but, um, no, I think it's, you know, in today's world, like conforming to people is so popular. Mm -hmm. Um, and I really try not to do that. I just try to be uniquely myself and maybe people don't like me for that. Um, maybe they do, but I know that I'm being true to who I am. And so that's amazing. I think that is something that especially young people can take away. Um, just don't conform to like society. If it's not what you believe in, don't be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and just standing up for yourself in, in your own personal beliefs. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. It was so great to hear more of your story. And I'm so happy that everyone gets to hear more about you and what you want to do with your title. So thank you so much for being on this podcast. Thank you so much. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to the Urban Misfits Show podcast. I had such a great time hearing Danica's story. You can check out the links around me or in the description below.